Good afternoon. My name is Jasmine, and thank you for tuning into the way. This is my very first podcast, and I started this podcast to teach, uh, to teach the Word of God and basically what God has taught me through tough life experiences. Uh, I felt over the past couple years that what I've gone through. And the lessons that I've learned aren't things that I should keep to myself, but I should definitely share with others, number one, so that they can avoid mistakes that I've made, but also so that they can gain knowledge and understanding through hearing somebody else um, read the Word of God and uh, what God has downloaded into my spirit. A lot of times we can read the Bible and not really fully understand what we're reading, And that's not because we're dumb or, you know, we just don't have the spirit. But it's just because the way things are worded is not how we speak nowadays. And yes, there are different translations, but it always helps to discuss with others and to listen to others and hear how they've basically translated God's word into modern day language. And that's what I'm going to be doing today. Okay, so to get into it, uh, obviously today is July 5th, 2020, and 2020 has definitely been um, one of the crazier years of my life. I mean, I am only 28, but I would have never thought that 2020 would have turned out the way that it has so far. With COVID hitting the entire world, And um, the United States response and how so many people have gotten sick. So many people have um, died, unfortunately, or lost their family members or, you know, just aren't functioning to their full potential because of this. To um, the healthcare disparities in the black community. To police brutality um, and um, excessive force used against Uh, people of color and how, you know, so many people want reform to the economic recession and unemployment and how people are just suffering and just in a really tough place right now. Um, It's kind of hard to find peace. And, you know, a lot of times when we think of peace, we think of um, we don't want any more pain or we don't want to be sad or, you know, we just want to be happy all the time and, you know, we don't want any death. And a lot of times to to escape that, as human, we do turn to different vices. Some people turn to drinking, to drugs, or even something as simple as, you know, drowning your thoughts in just mindless TV all day and all night or just being on social media when you know there are other things that you can be doing um, or just trying to ignore reality altogether. That can really damage you and when you do that honestly it doesn't it doesn't give you peace it just kind of helps you to ignore things for the time being but in the meantime you're just compounding mental and emotional baggage and not really dealing with it um and i'm sure there are so many people myself included who during this you know pandemic and this time that we've had to spend at home whether you were working or not it's just been a lot to mentally digest. It's just a lot to emotionally process. And 
um, me personally, I kind of <laughs> did a yo-yo of things. There were times in the very beginning where I was like extremely happy because I love being home. <laughs> and I have two kids and my husband and we were just all here hanging out. And yes, I was working, but it was just good to be around them to be around them in our home and just enjoying each other's company. And then it was, I guess I started getting stir crazy because at one point I didn't go outside, like besides the porch, I should say, I didn't like go for a walk or anything for like over a week and I was losing my mind and I did not understand why until, you know, we just went and spent some time outside and I finally started to calm down. But also it helps to process in a different way. Sometimes that's with family, sometimes that's with friends, but with everything that's going on right now, we don't necessarily get that freedom because we have to social distance and um, we don't want to get those that we care about sick. And, and because of this, a lot of times what we end up doing is just turning inward. Our thoughts, everything we're feeling... We kind of keep it to ourselves because we feel that, yes, we should be so happy right now being home or, you know, just getting this time to reset. But, I mean, let's be honest. There's a lot, a lot going on right now, a lot that we're exposed to that we can't escape. And we just need some peace. And the peace that we're looking for cannot necessarily be done while we are on earth. Let me just give you an example. Um, so obviously with um, police brutality against black people, we want there to be police reform. We want um, there to be a reallocation of funds from the police department to other um, social, um, I guess you could call it just things that can help the community. So mental health uh, counselors, um, people who can come to the home in times of crisis as opposed to police showing up because that can be very traumatizing if you, you know, really want to be real about the police showing up um, when you're going through a tough time and you don't want to be arrested. You just want to be helped. Um, and yes, there are things that we can do to solve that. We can, you know, pass laws. We can... You know, there can be reform in the police department, but things will never be perfect. And that is just because we live in a world where there is sin. And as long as there is sin, we are going to live in an imperfect and broken world. So there's only one place that we can really find peace. And that person and that place is in Jesus Christ. So in, um, in John chapter 16... Jesus is speaking to his disciples. He's letting them know, like, hey, I'm going to be going soon. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die, and I'm going to go up to be with the Father. And there's a lot that's going to be going on. You're going to be persecuted, and you're probably going to be upset. But this is, this is what I want to say, and I'm going to start off in uh, John chapter 16, verse 33. He says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. You will have suffering in this world. But be courageous. I have conquered the world. Now, when you, when you think about being courageous, a lot of people think that when you're being brave or you're being courageous, it's just you basically saying that you're not afraid and then you're just going to go ahead and do whatever you have to do. But 
for me, I believe that being courageous means that even with fear in your heart, even knowing, even with trembling, you do what you have to do. You do what you have to do because it's what you have to do. And the only way that you can do that is with Jesus Christ. And because I know that I have to be courageous, that also gives me peace because Jesus says that he has conquered the world. So basically there's nothing that I can face in this world that he has not already taken care of or he has not already thought of. Um, I want to read Philippians 4 verse 7. It's one of my favorite verses. It says, And the peace of God, which surpasses every thought, will guard your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ. But in order to do that, we have to do something before. And you can see that in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. So the, the verse before that says, Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And then the peace of God, which surpasses every thought, will guard your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ. So basically... In order to get peace, we have to speak to God, let him know what is on our heart, and thank him for who he is. And then, a peace that we don't even understand how it's possible will come upon us. Now, you're not going to get this peace just because things will be immediately solved. Jesus is not a genie. He is not a genie in a bottle. You don't pray like you're, you know, rubbing the magic lamp and then poof, everything is better. That's not what happens. But basically, because you trust in him, you know he is sovereign. Basically, he has all authority in his hands. You know that no matter what the outcome is, it is for your good. And that what is for your good aligns with his will. There is this verse that I um, was teaching my son recently. We try to learn a new verse every week uh, to strengthen his mind and his spirit. And um, it's so funny because uh, I feel like God had me teach him so that I can learn as well. And what I learn, I'm going to share with you guys. So the verse is Psalm 28 verse 7. It says, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and I am helped. Therefore, my heart rejoices and I praise him with my song. And I was uh, trying to, like, I don't try to just have him memorize it and, hey, that's great. But I try to make sure that he understands what the verse means when we start studying it. So to break it down, the Lord is my strength and my shield. So he basically gives me power and he protects me. He stands before me. My heart trusts in him and I am helped. So because I trust in him and God sees that because the Bible does say that he looks at the heart, he then proceeds to help me. He knows that I'm not relying on my own strength or my own understanding, but I'm relying solely on him and therefore he helps me. Now, when I am helped, it says, therefore, my heart rejoices. Obviously, when I get help, whether that is in a tangible, you know, something changing in front of me or in my mind or in my heart, my heart rejoices. I'm happy. I'm filled with joy. I'm filled with contentment. And I praise him with my song. Basically, I proceed to break it down and praise the Lord. (laughs) 
And when you truly trust God with all your heart, you will be helped. As I said before, the circumstances may not immediately change, but his presence, his peace will come over you. And you really, I mean, when it's happened to me in the past, it's, it's immediate. It's like my whole entire body relaxes. And these prayers, they don't have to be, they don't have to be like super composed, like, oh, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, hallowed. It doesn't have to be all of that. It can really be something simple. Something as simple as, Lord, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know, and I'm upset, and I'm angry, and I just, I don't know how to handle this, but I know that you're God. And a lot of times while you're praying, he'll start dropping some some knowledge in your mind and your spirit and being like, I got this. I got this. I told you, you don't have to handle this alone. And just hearing those thoughts reflected in your heart gives you peace. That just shows that you trust him. And knowing that he does have this, hearing that he has this, will give you that peace. And you can have this peace of mind. But you can also have peace with God by becoming his child. I became a Christian when I was 11 years old. And at first, I didn't understand what that meant. I mean, like, I, you know, you get, like, the, the main just, like, okay, I'm not going to hell. I'm going to heaven now. Um, but really, truly understanding what a relationship with God means isn't something that I fully grasped until maybe about seven, six years ago. <laughs> And I feel like that's something that everybody should experience. So if if you don't know God, I encourage you to continue listening to these podcasts, to seek him for yourself, to reach out to those who, you know, maybe family and friends who you know know God or even just watching some YouTube videos about different preachers. I know that um, there are so many right now because we're all home. And so fortunately, because of the Internet, um, many have, uh, YouTube channels or, you know, their online, um, sites that, uh, broadcast their sermons. So I would, you know, definitely encourage you, um, to check out whoever you can find. Basically, uh, some of my favorites are, um, Pastor Rich Wilkerson, uh, Voo Church, uh, Pastor Stephen Furtick, Elevation Church. I love listening to, uh, Bishop T. Jakes for the Potter's House, um, Sarah Jakes Roberts, uh, Pastor Sarah Jakes Roberts, the Potter's House LA. She is amazing. Um, I love listening to, uh, Pastor Michael Todd from Transformation Church. And I love listening to, um, Robert Madu. He's, he's awesome. So those are, uh, some pastors that you can, and some preachers you can definitely check out and they will really touch your soul and they have great biblical teachings. Um, and when you listen to them, if you do decide to follow Jesus, uh, just know that there is one person who is me, obviously (laughs) doing this podcast, who is praising the Lord and so happy that you have made that decision. And um, I just want to leave you with uh, these verses. This is Romans 10, verse 8 to 13. It says, This is the message of faith that we proclaim. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. One believes with the heart, resulting in righteousness, meaning you are right with God. 
and free from guilt and shame, and one confesses with the mouth, resulting in salvation. Now the scripture says, everyone who believes on him will not be put to shame, for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, since the same Lord of all is rich to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So it doesn't matter if you knew God before and you don't have that relationship now. It doesn't matter if you've never heard about him before. It doesn't matter if you've turned away from him. It doesn't matter if you've, if you know him but you want to know more. He is waiting for you. Whether you're black, white, yellow, ice cream, chocolate, it does not matter. He is waiting for you. All you have to do is call on him. And the Bible says that he will incline his head towards you. He will hear you. Thank you so much for listening. Wherever you are, whoever you are, I love you. And I'll be praying for you. And if you have any questions about anything um, that I spoke about on this podcast episode today, um, or any questions about God, period, um, I did set up an email that you can send questions to. So that email address is theway.20, like the word 20 spelled out, and then the number 20 at gmail.com. And I'll spell that out. That's T-H-E-W-A-Y dot T-W-E-N-T-Y two zero at gmail.com. And uh, if you send me an email, I'll respond as quickly as possible. If you want me to pray for you, you can send an email just asking me to pray and I'll do that. Whatever you need that I can do, I will do that. God bless you all and have a great day.